the last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Dr. Brian Higgins from Galway Primary Care joins us for our weekly health spot. And Brian, I think meningitis is a word that scares many parents. The fear of it, knowing that it can be deadly. But what exactly is meningitis? Well, I think it's something that gives parents and doctors nightmares, the thought of it. It's a really, uh, thankfully, it's not as common as it used to be. And it's actually becoming rarer, but it is uh, still a significant public health concern. Meningitis is an inflammation of a tissue called the meninges. And the meninges, if you think of your brain and your spinal cord, they're connected. And around them is a protective coating called the meninges. And when that gets inflamed um, and very irritated, it's called meningitis or an inflammation in the meninges. And that can happen due to infection or inflammation, but most commonly infections, which can be viral or bacterial. Um, and we'll and, get to that in a second, but what sort of age groups are at greatest risk in relation to this condition? Um, it can affect anyone, but it's most common in uh, children under five, uh, teenagers and young adults. And how common is it? Um, it's not exceedingly common. Like there is a, and that's thanks to vaccination programs. Certainly, like my father's GP, and he would have seen quite a lot of cases of meningitis when he was my age. I've seen a handful of cases of meningitis. I actually had meningitis when I was five years old. Thankfully, it was viral meningitis, and I was sick, but I was okay at the, hopefully okay at the end. Um, uh, but about we see about a hundred cases in Ireland every year, a little bit less, and there are occasional outbreaks where we see slightly higher numbers of cases. Yeah, and you say you were all right afterwards, but there are cases, aren't there, that lead to fatality, and if not to fatality, to serious life-altering conditions. Yeah, what I had when I was younger was viral meningitis, and like most viral infections, it's a self-limiting infection that can make you very sick while you have it, but generally people will fully recover. Unfortunately, bacterial meningitis can be caused by a range of actually quite common bacteria, and they cause a much higher level of inflammation and damage to those meninges, and that can result in brain damage, hearing loss, and sadly even fat- fatality through um, sepsis when that bacteria travels into the blood. And that's when people often talk about this non-blanching rash. We always say, look, get a gla- if, you, if a ch- child, has a, child has a rash, get a glass, put it on it, and if it disappears, you're okay. If it doesn't disappear, it could be meningitis. And that's because one of the endpoints of meningitis is called um, septicemia, where the infection goes into the blood, and that causes the little blood vessels to burst, and that causes the tiny little bruises underneath the skin we call purpura, and that's the non-blanching rash of meningitis. And this bacterial meningitis, can that lead to things as severe as brain damage or hearing loss? Yeah, brain, so brain damage, hearing loss and fatalities are, uh, and death, sadly, are, 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 are not um, uncommon if it's not diagnosed and treated in time. Okay, what sort of symptoms should you look out for? Um, it depends on the age group. Um, infants, like t- teeny tiny babies, um, uh, they, it's a little bit trickier. Obviously, they can't talk. So if a child is very irritable, And I always say, if a baby is flaccid, if you have a baby that's really annoyed and just wants to be cuddled and is happy when you're cuddling them, it's always reassuring. If you ever have a baby that's limp and lifeless and just wants to be left alone and not held, 
that's always a big red flag and get them checked. And for uh, very small babies where you can still feel the fontanelle, the, that hole on the top of their skull, if that's bulging and they're unwell, get them checked by their GP or, and if they're not feeding or high temperature, bring them to the hospital. In slightly older children, they'll have all the common signs of infection like high fevers, um, nausea, but they might have a very severe headache. They'll find that lights are bothering them. We call it pho- photophobia. They might get very drowsy. And one of the things we'll ask we'll check is whether their neck has become stiff. So if you can imagine that tube that surrounds the spinal cord, if that's all inflamed, if you move the neck, you're really moving it. So the children, their neck will get very, very tight. So the neck, so that uh, tube won't get stretched from side to side and cause pain. And then in later stages, they might develop the rash or even develop seizures. Listener says, my daughter got meningitis when she was 16 months old. We nearly lost her. The hospital didn't pick up on it straight away. It was only through my mother's intuition. Thankfully, she recovered well, but she lost her sense of smell. It was horrendous to go through, still scared. So tell us what sort of treatments apply. Yeah, and I think that's why meningitis is a condition that gives doctors nightmares. Because in the very early stages, um, you may not have those what we call meningeal symptoms if a child comes to you and they're just a little bit nauseous and they've a little bit of a high fever and they've been sick for a few hours and they're not too bad, um, it could be the very, very early stages of meningitis. And that's why parental intuition is so, so, so important, because when we're examining a child, all we can see is the symptoms the child has um, when they're right in front of us. And Sometimes those symptoms will will act just like an early flu or an early cold, but that child might go home and might get a lot sicker. And even if we say, look, child seems okay, we should always be saying, but if you feel that something is really wrong or that child is getting much sicker when you go home, always get them reassessed. And that's why I always tell parents, trust your gut. If you get that feeling of, oh God, something is just not right here, never ignore it. Um, When it comes to treatment, um, we give antibiotics. Uh, with bacterial meningitis, it needs hospitalization and we get kids into the hospital as soon as possible and we put them on IV antibiotics. And by early intervention, what we're doing is we're killing that bacteria before it can cause too much inflammation. If you have viral meningitis, we actually don't have treatments for that. It's actually supportive care. And the most important thing for children who have viral meningitis is that we make sure that it's not bacterial meningitis. So when children go to the hospital with um, signs that could be potentially meningitis, they may have to get a little procedure called a um, a lumbar puncture. Um, my, my, my own little boy, when he was four months old, got very sick and he had viral meningitis as well. Um, and it just coincidentally... Um, but we had to bring him into the hospital. He was kept for a few days in Galway and the team were fabulous, but he even had to get a, a little lumbar puncture. And what they do is they take out a little sample of that spinal fluid and they can check it pretty much immediately. And that will tell whether it's viral or bacterial and that decides on the treatment. So if we think it's meningitis, we always treat it as a bacterial. And if it happens to be viral, what we do is we stop the antibiotics. Very briefly, it can happen to anyone, but are there ways to prevent it? Absolutely. The reason that uh, my dad saw a lot of meningitis and I don't see very much is because the um, we've developed phenomenally effective vaccines for treating meningitis. The bacteria that cause meningitis the most are pneumococcal, meningococcal and Hib, haemophilus influenza. And we have three very, very effective vaccines for that and all children should get it. 
Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins from Galway Primary Care. The last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label.